It's religion today, it's ideology today, and our secularist friends also have a faith. Some kind of Disneyland fantasy. I know how this is going to get heard in the secular world. Where the pseudo-Christian masks are off. That's nonsense, ladies and gentlemen. Apologetics isn't just about giving answers to other people's questions. It's also about learning to question other people's answers or even question the question itself. In a Christian worldview. Well, welcome to Quantum number 128 and to the new year. And we're going to look ahead. Well, I'm actually going to look at what's happening in the world just now. And this is, uh, this is a pretty heavy podcast, I think, this time. Uh, things look as though they're the same, don't they? In the UK, there's lockdown again. In the US, there's political riots. In China, there's suppression of political dissidents. Um, COVID, of course, continues. So it seems as though the passing of time doesn't make that much difference. And I want you to listen to this beautiful song um, about the holiness of time. And I am pondering the citizenry of the place I live. Privilege and advantage, but a willingness to give. These droves and droves of immigrants came teeming across the plains. The cavalry behind them. We are what remains And if you've got a dollar Someone will give you something for it But a little more will get you Something nicer, I'm sure of it Maybe a watch that's made in China From the trunk of someone's car Or a life-size cardboard cutout Of a famous movie star Somewhere bells are ringing Somewhere someone's marrying Or a casket someone's carrying The crowd somewhere is gathering Somewhere a bell is marking What is passing and sublime Like the clock of the world Keeping perfect holy time Okay, you can he- hear the whole one if you go to the link on my website. Or if you... Um, I produce something else called The Kitchen Table with my colleague Steve McAlpine. Uh, that's on YouTube as well. We'll put a link and we discuss that particular song. But things are going on in time. People are getting married, as they say. People are dying. And w- they're wondering what it's all about. And in a sense, that we discuss. We discuss what's happening. But we also try and discuss it what's happening in time from an eternal perspective and really we do need that. I'm going to look at three prayers which really define uh, what's happening in our world or what our world needs. Now before I do all this I do want to say something. I received a message and I get this message occasionally, people saying, don't say anything about X, Y, Z because you'll lose people. Well, I'm sorry, I, I can't operate like that. Look, people listening to this th- this week, let me just give you a, a trigger warning if these things really do upset you. But you're going to hear criticism of the Pope uh, or of Donald Trump or of the Democrats. 
you're going to hear things that maybe you struggle with that you won't like. Now, here's the point. In a grown-up world, we should be able to listen to people that we don't agree with. Uh, sometimes I find myself not agreeing with myself. That's not the issue. But this anger that people feel, and especially if you're a Christian, when you get so angry about politics and so angry and so worked up and so caught up about things that, yes, are important, but actually they're not life and death, and there's certainly nothing in comparison with the gospel. Now, I talk about these things because they are important, but please do not invest so much in. So, if you, I mean, if you're saying, oh, I'm not going to listen to that guy because I don't agree with everything he says, fine. You go and live your own life in your own wee bubble. Don't engage with other people. Personally, I like to listen to uh, lots of people who I don't agree with. Sometimes people who drive me mad, and maybe I do that for you. But, you know, try forgiveness. Anyway. We're going to go, uh, as I said, this is a tale of three prayers. We're going to go to the first. It'll take a while to get there, because first of all, we do have to comment on what's going on in the US. We watched as the standoff continued for at least an hour. Tear gas canisters were fired from the very stage on which Joe Biden will be inaugurated. But for Capitol Hill police officers, this was a losing battle. We followed the aggrieved and infuriated Trump supporters as they stormed the building. I swear to CNN, and they just said these guys. Through broken windows and doors they had forced open. And for a few heady moments, they felt they had won a precious victory. Now, there's going to be absolute hysteria about this, purely and simply because US media dominates everything and, you know, everyone wants to comment about it, everything's filmed. And also because what's happened is absolutely horrible. So, quick summary, the Georgia elections, uh, two Republican Senate seats have been lost, as far as we know, at the time of recording, to the Democrats, which means the Democrats now have control of the House. And the Senate and the House, and of course, Biden as president. Personally, I think that will be a disaster for America, but we will see. However, it's Donald Trump's behavior. First of all, I think his behavior cost the Democrats, uh, it's cost the Republicans rather, uh, the Georgian seats. And then there's this extraordinary phone call. I just want to find uh, 11,780 votes, which is one more than we have, because we won the state, and flipping the state is a great testament to our country, because, you know, there's, there's, there's just, a, it's a testament that they can admit to a mistake, or whatever you want to call it, if it was a mistake, I don't know. Now, from my perspective, my view is that Donald Trump um, should be charged, actually. I think that level of interference in a democratic election, asking Asking someone. Now, if you're a Trump supporter, put yourself in this in, in this situation. If Joe Biden, if there was a phone call from Joe Biden asking someone in Washington or whatever, Atlanta or wherever, to find 11,000 extra votes so that he could win, you would be chanting, lock him up. But why is it different for Donald Trump? It was an unbelievable thing. And I personally do think, yes, he should be charged with uh, attempted fraud. 
to be honest. Now, the immediate response is, well, it was fraud anyway. No, 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 that doesn't work. You have to prove that it was fraud and social media doesn't count as proof. You have to prove it in a court of law. So Trump on that phone call, for example, said as a fact that in Detroit, 139% of the electorate voted. No, they didn't. It was 50% of the electorate voted. Why? Again, if you're a Christian, why are you defending this? I really struggle with that. And I know that he didn't incite people to go out and riot, but he did at one level. He did give lots of dog whistles. He did say that we, we've, got, we've, you know, we've got to stop them stealing the election. He knows what his supporters are like. He's not stupid. Or maybe he is stupid. He's either stupid or so narcissistic and so lacking a moral compass that he's prepared to risk riots and civil war in the streets. And I know about Antifa and I know all these other, yeah, but what if, what about this, what about that? No, 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 no. Please don't justify the unjustifiable. Now, for a different take, here is uh, an, ama an amazing American woman called Lionel Shriver, who, who said that she reluctantly supported Bison. This is a wider issue here, and, and, and I think this is actually very perceptive. I'm tired of left-wing hyperventilating. <laughs> uh, you put the Democrats in power, and, you know, it's like, okay, go ahead. Yeah. <laughs> Do your stuff. And when you've been in this quasi-religious fervor, getting what you want is the worst thing that can happen to you. <laughs> so, you know, I, I want to punish the left by putting them in power. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that said, I have some hopes that Biden will check the left a little because it is important to remember that he was elected as a centrist yeah, and not as a hard left social justice warrior maniac. You know there's something biblical about that, and I'll tell you what it is. It's in Romans 1, where God says to human beings, you've rejected me, so I'm just going to hand you over to what you want. And now America has been handed over to what at least 50% of the population want, which is a Democratic Senate, a Democratic Congress, and a Democratic President. Now, if they enact half of what they have promised... This is going to be a disaster. I really feel, for those of you who are upset about that, I, I, I completely understand it. I totally agree about Biden um, being a disaster. I want to punish the left by putting them in power. Well, we shall see. We shall see what happens. But please pray for America because this looks like a mess on all sides. Incidentally, one other side of this is Nicola Sturgeon tweeting condemnation, saying this is against democracy. I don't remember Nicola Sturgeon tweeting against what Antifa did in Portland or other places. No. The hypocrisy that's going to come out on this, on all sides actually, is astonishing. So let's come to, away from Mr. Trump, and hopefully we're going to stop talking about him fairly soon. Though I doubt it, he's just, the media love him and the left love him as a bogeyman. But, um, and he loves himself, so I guess the conversation is going to continue within that particular, those particular circles. But let's talk about the new senator, uh, one of the new senators, uh, Raphael Warnock, who is a pastor, and you would think that my atheist secularist friends would be furious about this. But no, no, no. They have nothing to worry about, and they know it. 
He claims that he's a pro-choice pastor. Now, to me, that's an absolute contradiction in terms. You cannot be a minister of God's word and deny God's word. He's a man who, who earns, three, earns or receives $330,000 a year, $275,000 from his church. He supports Planned Parenthood, who in turn gave over $370,000 to his campaign. He said that abortion is health care. He's a big supporter of LGBTQI. Yeah. Georgia, that's who you elected. Some of you elected him because of his skin colour. Some of you elected him because he wasn't Donald Trump or a supporter of Donald Trump. But that's who you've elected. And it... It's so depressing. Do you know what? Speaking of abortion, I've just seen the statistics. Over 42 million abortions occurred in 2020, far surpassing the total of people who perished as a result of the world leading causes of death. Maybe we'll return to this another time. But uh, 1.8 million people have died with coronavirus. But 42 million abortions. 42 million. Lord have mercy. And then I said it was three prayers and we've taken 10 minutes to get to here. Here's the first prayer. Eternal God, noiselessly, we bow before your throne of grace as we leave behind the politically and socially clamorous year of 2020. The members of this august body acknowledge your sacred supremacy and therefore confess that without your favor and forbearance, we enter this new year relying dangerously on our own fallible nature. God, at a moment when... Now may the God who created the world and everything in it bless us and keep us. May the Lord make his face to shine upon us and be gracious unto us. May the Lord lift up the light of his countenance upon us and give us peace. Peace in our families, peace across this land. And dare I ask, O oh Lord, peace even in this chamber, now and evermore. We ask it in the name of the monotheistic God, Brahma, and God known by many names, by many different faiths. A man and a woman. That is Congressman Emmanuel Cleaver, who's also a clergyman, by the way. Um, you listen to what he had to say. Cites the ironic blessing, but look, he talks about the monotheistic God and then Brahma and all the others. And at the end, he says, Amen and our woman. Now, why is that so astonishing? Because it's the height of ignorance. There are those who mock Donald Trump for his ignorance, but this is ignorance on the other side. Amen has got nothing to do with male and female. It's not ah, male. Amen is the Hebrew for let it be. So saying amen in our woman, especially if you're a clergyman, shows a gross level of ignorance, virtue signaling. And of course, he made his speech with his mask on as well, which is, oh. And of course, Nancy Pelosi in the Congress has said that gender terms like mother, daughter, father, son um, are all going to be banned in their new in-house rules. This is what you voted for, America. All right, let's turn to my second prayer. This is the Pope. La Iglesia valora la acción de Dios en las demás religiones, sin olvidar que para nosotros cristianos la fuente de la dignidad humana y de la fraternidad 
está en el Evangelio de Jesucristo. Now his video here opens with a Catholic woman praying the rosary, switches to a Muslim woman with a hijab, prostrating on her prayer mat and praying to Allah, then zooms in on a young Jew wearing a kippah and talit and in the act of prayer. When we pray to God following Jesus, we come together as brothers and sisters with those who pray according to other cultures, other traditions and other beliefs. Pope Francis, unlike his predecessor, is a heretic. He denies scripture, he denies the Christ of scripture, he denies the God of scripture, he denies the teaching of the Catholic Church. I'm not prepared to blame the Catholic Church for this. I was asked to make a comment on a Catholic website and I said that the Catholic Church is in deep trouble if this video reflects the Pope's thinking because it's a long way from Catholic teaching and from the teaching of his predecessor, and even more importantly, from the Bible. Jesus is not a way. He is not a truth or a life. He is the way, the truth, and the life. The Bible says much, much more about idolatry and false teaching than it does about atheism. And Pope Francis is pointing his church down that direction. And again, all I can say is God have mercy. Uh, let's just do a couple of other wider items of news before we come to the third prayer. North Korea have just had their first workers' congress and Kim Jong-un has admitted he's been wrong. It's a bit astonishing. Claims, though, that there are no cases of COVID, although it does appear that famine is now beginning to stalk the land. It's had a lockdown that's way beyond anything, even the most strictest lockdown in the rest of the world, including cutting itself off from China and its economy is, such as it was, is devastated. The EU signs a deal with China for trade and the Chinese feel very emboldened. And so what have they done? They are having a, a, a go at Hong Kong. Basically, all the opposition politicians who stood in the last election have now been arrested. Almost every single candidate. The Chinese tech billionaire Jack Ma hasn't been heard from for months. Uh, he criticised China's state financial system and advocated reforms. The Chinese journalist, who incidentally is also a Christian, who reported on the Wuhan case, has, gone, has been sentenced to jail. The WHO team, the World Health Organization team, investigating virus origins have been denied entry to China. It's happening. It's just happening. Okay, I mentioned uh, Lionel Shriver. Uh, here she is again, talking about, in a discussion on mass, which is an utterly brilliant discussion in this podcast, which, I, again, I thoroughly recommend you listen to. And I, I wrote a piece about mass, and, of course, people just go crazy. Um, and, it's you know, it's it's so extreme. You've got to be one way or the other. And they have a really good discussion, but... Shriver brings out something here that I think is really important. There is a downside to masks. A lot of your ability to communicate is, is nonverbal. It's not the actual words. It's in person. It's how you say them. It's, and your face says everything, right? Yeah. And all kinds of emotions like uncertainty, wryness, irony, anxiety, basically all of them. I mean, you can express a little concern by furrowing your brow, but 
Otherwise, I mean, maybe like you can widen your eyes in alarm, but your ability to communicate emotionally and with any nuance, and I'm talking about content, not just feelings, but content is incredibly impeded. Yeah. And it really angers me that there's a lot of better safe than sorry thinking on the mask thing. So it's like, oh, well, you know, we're not sure whether they they work, but just in case, I think all you people, you should wear masks all the time, you know, even when having sex, for pity's sake, because it might do some good, as if there's no price to be paid. Yeah. Actually, this is unbelievably destructive of social life. And if this were to go on for years, and we are potentially looking at it going on for years, then you are starting to tear at the fabric of cohesive social identity. You know, communities and cities and nations, we no longer deal with each other as as human beings. the, the, The loss is fantastic. Your face says everything. And we are incredibly impeded in communication when we can't see who we're talking to and the expressions and the body language and everything else. And, you know, all for the sake of saying better safe than sorry. All right, let's let's shift to something else that's going to come up a lot. Cancel culture. Recognize this? For me, I wouldn't say a dreadful film, <laughs> not exactly my favourite film of all time, but Greece. However, uh, the BBC put it on Boxing Day uh, in the UK and Twitter exploded with people claiming it was misogynistic, rapey, homophobic, slut-shaming uh, and calling for Greece to be removed. Uh, go on, take a guess how many. Things you think that are okay just now will not be okay by the end of this year. And here's an old song. I know a fat old policeman, he's always on our street. A fat and jolly red-faced man, he really is a treat. He's too kind for a policeman, he's never known to frown. And everybody says he is the happiest man in town. <laughs> All right, the laughing policeman. Well, this is just, this is extraordinary. I, I mean, this particular policeman is laughing all the way to the bank at the stupidity of the taxpayer and his bosses and giving him or her this job. This is from West Midlands Police who are recruiting an assistant director of fairness and belonging and they offer a salary of £75,000. Are you a forward-thinking, creative individual looking to achieve ambitious outcomes? Diversity, inclusion, assistant director. I wonder what the director gets paid. You'll support and oversee improved inclusive culture throughout the workplace. Though I suspect that won't include Christianity, will it? And you'll have a team, a people. uh, A team of diversity inclusion practitioners. I wonder who they are. Woke culture permits certain things. It's okay to mock and blaspheme in terms of Christianity. Here's the most exquisite piece of music. 
course, Handel's Messiah. He was despised and rejected of men. But a Canadian company, I believe, have done a pro-LGBT Handel's Messiah with Jesus as a Muslim. It's a film which opens with a gay man singing Comfort Ye My People as he walks through the Vancouver streets in high heels. Has an LGBT pride flag, an LGBT pride painted coursework, and other LGBT imagery. A few moments later, an indigenous woman in the Yukon sings, O thou that tellest good, good, ziden, good tidings, but changes the text from God to Creator. The Creator is here rather than God. And then a Muslim woman sings, He was despised. Well, that's true. He, despised? Not the Son of God, according to Islam. Despise those who, who teach that. But in this version of the Messiah, it changes so that instead of Jesus, it references her Muslim mother who's seen praying to Mecca in the film. She was despised, despised and rejected of men, a woman of sorrows. Sick? Yeah, it is. All right. That's two prayers. One by a clergyman who, to be honest, just bizarre, weird. The other by the Pope, who I think is a heretic. I'm, I'm, I'm prepared to say that. And then this one, as I open up my Bible, a woman, Mary, the mother of Jesus. My soul glorifies the Lord. My spirit rejoices in God, my Savior, for he has been mindful of the humble state of his servant. From now on, all generations will call me blessed. For the mighty one has done great things for me. Holy is his name. His mercy extends to those who fear him from generation to generation. He has performed mighty deeds with his arm. He has scattered those who are proud in their inmost thoughts. He has brought down rulers from their thrones, but has lifted up the humble. He's filled the hungry with good things, but has sent the rich away empty. He has helped his servant Israel remembering to be merciful to Abraham and his descendants forever, just as he promised our ancestors. Well, amen, and amen, and amen, and amen. That's a prayer. Thank God for Mary, and thank God for millions of faithful Christians who do not follow the fashions of this world. Gaudete, Gaudete, Christus natus, ex Maria Virginae. I'm going to leave you with a lovely song. It's a Christmas song, really. Gaudete. Um, this is the Steel Eye Span version, which I think is just wonderful. Maddie Pryor has such a phenomenal voice. And in the midst of rioting in America and oppression in Hong Kong and COVID all over the world and all the different things and the madness of clerics and clergy within people who profess to be Christians. Isn't it great that this message doesn't change? Rejoice, rejoice, Christ is born out of the Virgin Mary. The time of grace has come, what we desired. God has become man, nature is marveling, the world has been renewed. All right, we shall see you next week. Any comments, suggestions, throw them in. There's been loads of you who've sent me uh, them this time, which has been great. If you want to support please do so on the Podbean fundraiser. I've just sent a message to those of you who do. Um, I send occasionally and very occasionally private messages and there's a message to the supporters. If you want to become one of them, feel free. 
Uh, see you next week. God bless you. Maria Virgin, Gaudete.